Thanks for tuning in. Another episode of the Lunch Beers podcast. It's your boy, Jareed. Uh, know the brother Frank today. He's out doing some kind of Canadian holiday. Nikki Q, what's up? What's up, man? Eli, how we doing? Good. How are you? I'm hanging in there, man. It's good. Uh, awesome week of playoffs. MLK Day. First time in my life in the corporate world in my seven years I've ever had off for MLK Day, dude. We love Can that. Can you believe that? It's nice to 2024, sales. one time. We love Unbelievable. That. Yeah. No President's ops, Day, dude. which I'm fine with. Be ops. You're good. But that's, you know, I, I really appreciated that. And uh, we hit the sim. That was sweet. X Golf and Easton is awesome. back. Great day off. A uh, couple of football games. Um, had some snow. Had some snow up here in the uh, northeast in Pennsylvania. And um, I don't know about you guys. Nikki, it's a little different. Frankie's not here. But um, isn't it weird that some companies just demand their employees to go to work when it's like, I could die on the way to work? Yeah, that's like the person that becomes a cop. Because they got bullied and they want to like just make people do stuff. It's gross. The, those are the same bosses. They're bullied dude. in school. They hate people. And they it's like ruin everybody's life. And it's even worse now after the pandemic, where people have worked from home and performed. Yeah, it's and like, they're like, yeah. oh, save the save the company. Yeah, work from home as much as possible. Even work extra hours. Oh, stay home so you don't crash your car and maybe never see your kid again. No, you should come in and do the same work here. I think that makes sense. It's about the company image. Yeah, ridiculous. Luckily, I don't work for a company like that. Um, I, I texted my boss Tuesday morning, and I was like, dude, there's there is no way. And uh, he was like, yeah, no, I get it. So, yeah, like you won't see me either way because if I try to get there, I will be. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll die. Like, uh, yeah. I'll die. And I only have one. I only have the one car because um, we're Same. saving up for the house. So it's like I almost I, I'm I'm like three months away from paying this car off. Why would why would I like crack my car crash, up to dude. get a new car when I'm about to pay this off and I still got like another 150,000 miles out of her? No, nah, yeah. not going to do it. I ran into a tree yesterday. Nice. Really hard. Doing the snow with your truck, <laughs> really fucking hard. <laughs> Did it hit the plow? No, I, I the tail light is like absolutely smashed. So oh, we're your just, life. We're just free balling it. I just went in reverse and just went. I was like, okay, some four more French drains. You'll be safe. All you heard was put it back in drive and ka-ching. kept going. Did I ever tell you guys that one time I almost died on three seventy eight? <clears throat> I think so. You I, lived with me and him, right? Yeah. I mean, same. Yeah. That was the, didn't you almost get hit at the intersection? Well, the, the craziest part is Nick was like out working. Like he literally left the house that day to go work. I think yeah. you had to like stay at your parents or something or at the dealership because you couldn't leave. Isn't that when oh, you yeah, almost yeah, got yeah. hit at the intersection right outside the apartment? Yeah, two right times. Afterwards? Yeah, two I, times I almost died. I looked out the window and saw Jared almost get in a car accident. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, that was when we got to like horrendous Yeah, in the middle snow, of the day. Snow yeah, snow yeah, out of nowhere. So uh, I'm like, I had to go to the pharmacy real quick. I think I was under the weather or whatever and I'm picking up meds and I'm coming back and Dude, it's fine. I go there, and all of a sudden, there's like five feet of snow. There's a tractor trailer yeah. on my left, and I start spinning out, and I'm skrr all over the highway. I bashed up against the guardrail. Luckily, there's a snowbank, so there was no damage to my car. I sat there for like a good five minutes. So everyone go, got back in the room. I'm like, all right, I'm like two exits away. And then I get to the stoplight by the apartment, and then some chick is coming down the road, like trying to turn right, and it's turning yellow, and she's just not understanding the weather. <laughs> and me being like... Just almost dying, 
because I'm in front of a, you know, a tractor trailer. Imagine it. Imagine if I like couldn't save it. That tractor trailer swipes. We had like 15 casualties. Anyway, <laughs> she tries to milk the turn, and this guy is like so trying to go left. T bone. T bone. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Dude, I, I swear to God, I looked out my window and saw that happen. It was like, oh my God. Like, I went out. I'm like looking around, like, dude, where is this car? Is it parked? Is this car parallel parked? There wow. needs to be a universal law for uh, bad weather, like everywhere. Like, up here, if it snows and the roads are bad, nothing. Not a. Like, kids get off school. Why can't we get off yeah. everything else? Yeah, just stop making and me then, do stuff. Extend deadlines. Yeah. I mean, like, down in Florida, they have a hurricane. Like, nobody goes to work. They tell them to leave, actually. But it snows, and it's like, we still got to go. What, yeah, it's what's going same, on? It's the same shit. Same, Pen same Dot, danger. PennDOT absolutely fumbled the bag this week. Yeah. Pen Dot's I got an out-of-office email. Ass. Every time it snows, dude, PennDOT has their OOO on. Yeah, yeah, it's great. They've How been, they pay taxes? They've been sucking ass. I don't. I don't know what's going on. You know, union job. The roads were a mess. They were bad. We're mm-hmm. in like winter. Winter now. The world is cold. The world is cold. Yeah, it's like nine degrees tomorrow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, dude, I have I have some exciting news. A little uh, trip away from the cold. So I got a. I got I got some news from my from my boss today. I guess they have like this annual sales conclave for our company. If you do like X, you can get in. Um, I haven't done X because it's my first year, but I guess they bring all first year employees, which is like pretty cool. Yeah. Not a lot of companies will do that to invest in their employees, but I think they want to like show people how much fun it is and that like it's worth putting in the grind to get here. And, um, so he's like, yeah, like this email came out, should be in your spam. It took me like 40, <laughs> dude, it took me like 45 minutes. It, this email, have you ever seen email quarantine before? Yeah, dude. Th- so this is an internal email coming from my own company. It's an email quarantine. Yeah. So I can't even open it in my spam box. It's not even in my spam box. I had to go to like the company website to like report said email so that I could register for this event. It took me like an hour and a half to figure this out, dude, to, to like pull all this apart because I had to send a support ticket. I had to say it's not spam. And like I'm on with the IT guy. I'm like, dude. It's an internal yeah, yeah. email. Dude, I had an IT call today as well, which is unfortunate, where, you know, when you get your password <sighs> change emails, had to do that. I change it. It says it doesn't work and then logs me out. <laughs> and then I try to log back in. Old and new, nothing works. I did text my boss to t- send me the help desk number because I couldn't even use the website. I couldn't get it on my computer. <sighs> so I spent... A handful of time as well with the IT help desk today, which is awful. Frustrating. See, that's a free day of work. I'm just like, yeah. oh, computer's not working. Mike, I couldn't log in mm-hmm. at all. And they made they made me change it, and the system wouldn't accept it. And then when it did accept it, it didn't apply it. So then I'm on the phone with IT, and I'm like, dude, I can't do anything. They were like, all right. Oh, I was like, no, you don't understand. This is a brick. Like, until you push a <laughs> button on the backside, this is a brick, and I cannot work. That's that's brutal. At least for me, like my my grind to solve this mystery gets yeah, me vacation. a fr- gets me a free trip to Florida in February. Whereas <laughs> you you just go that's go so back nice. to regular functions to and getting your butthole reamed. Yeah. Oh, so it's like soon. It's very soon. That's sweet. That's even better. Tail end February mm. and uh, long month. I think we year. I think we get downtime because this this uh, this one group of people that I work with are like, oh, we're going to Disneyland this one day. I'm like, like you should come. I'm like, I'm not. 
going to Disney World, dude. Like, there's yeah, I have no to shot. buy a house, so I have to not live for well, like 11 months. Here's the other thing: I don't want to spend my day standing in lines for nine hours. I'm like, oh, Just, we'll get the fast pass. I was like, why would I? Why would I? In my head, I'm like, why would I do that when if if it's a free paid for flight? I'm a man. I can get all my clothes in a carry on, and if I get a free check bag. Golf. Sticks. Yep. You guys Straight go to sticks, Disney, dude. I'm gonna go golf. Yeah, go ahead. I'll just tell everyone I'm chilling at the, the Gaylord and I'm, I'm gonna be I'll out there somewhere, you, bro. I don't know, man. You should go to Epcot and do all around the world. Nah, I just don't Why care. Why not? You're, you're next to like a six year old little kid who's like in dream fantasy. It's a land, total liability. And dude. you're just throwing up on that said kid. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. No. I'm not going near the corrupt world of Disney. <laughs> Plus, like, I know I want to go on rides, and I get, like, vertigo now from going in elevators, so I'll probably have a stroke if I go on a roller coaster. Yo, I get that, too. Right? Yeah, it freaks me out a little really bit. Really weird. I'm, like, a dizzy, and just, I have to stare at one singular button on the wall just not to, like, throw up. Or Dude, when I was in Vegas last year, it was, like, really, because it's total, you guys know, it's total climate change with the dry air. Oh, yeah. Especially and in the fall. El- your elevation's way yeah, lower, we, too. Well, yeah, we, we're going up there, and we're fucking in the mountains. Mm-hmm. And I I got off the elevator. I had to sit down for a couple of minutes because I was just so dizzy. Bro, I, know I thought exactly. I was going to throw up. Sometimes I'll be driving down like top of the mountain, and I'll just start ears popping, yeah. dizzy as fuck. I'm like Pop about rocks to, in your head. About, about to crash this car right now because I have no idea what's going on. Nuts. God, absolutely nuts. Yeah, I don't get like old. getting old, man. This is not fun. No. Oh, dude, no. I feel bad for some of the older dudes that I work with. I'm going to start taking fish oils soon. Fish oils are good. Omega 3s. About to get there. We're at that point. I used to take all that kind of stuff when I was younger Mm -hmm. and, like, be a lot healthier. You think I would, like, do that now? No. No. You used them all up. Yeah. All the healthy years. Damp? What? How wet is your January January now? (laughs) Moist. Yeah. (laughs) I'm doing dry January. Jared is doing... You're not doing try January. Get out of here. I'm doing survive I'm doing January. January. Yes. It's a game where we survive. I, I, had, I had one glass of wine for her birthday. Whoa. And I had one, one glass of whiskey. Now it was a quad shot. Like an American. You, you literally had a drink last week and a drink this week. What was last week? Wednesday. Last yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. So that, we, that was my glass of wine. And I only had two sips of the beer. Right, whatever. Yeah. You got a glass whatever. of wine here? It was for her birthday. Yeah, he's capping. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, beer of the week. I picked up uh, some brew daddies today um, just because of the snow and this can looks fucking awesome. Some chick with a beer spilling her on her face pulling <laughs> pulling a taily over a campfire on a mountain of snow. <laughs> it's called Winter, Winter Dreams with a Z or a Z if you're Canadian. New England IPA. You know, we love those. Dude, this thing's delicious. Packs a punch. Malt, pills, oats, hops, mosaic, and cashmere. What do you think? All right. Let's start it off. <laughs> Dude, the way you word stuff sometimes is awesome. Um, yeah, this is great. I'm a big fan of this beer. Could probably drink 10 of these. I miss snowboarding, dude. I haven't snowboarded in so long. This, this makes you want to snowboard. She's snowboarding right on a campfire. This past week would have been an. Tuesday would have been a great day to get on the mountain. It was straight powder, dude. Well, that's the thing is, there's never any snow. But yeah, this this is a great snowboarding beer. Honestly, if you're an outdoors person, you're doing some yard work in the winter. This would be phenomenal for that winter dreams. Yeah, I like this. 
Nick, what do you think? <laughs> oh, okay. You were just going on a rip there. I thought you were going to continue. Um, it's kind of got like a nutty taste at the end, uh, which, you know, the boys in here are big fans of that. Wink. Um, I like it. It's it's very interesting. It's not at the top of the list, in in my opinion. I feel like the aftertaste is, is a little extra bitter and not in a hoppy way. I don't know how to describe it. It is very good. Um, not crazy about it. I'm going to give this uh, like a... 5.1 I'm gonna say yeah I think it's uh I do feel you not the best aftertaste but I'm a fan um it's got a little bit of a bite to it so I'm just gonna give it a 7.5 um the one last thing I just had to ask what is the blood alcohol kind 6.3 so it's a sturdy it's a sturdy line so I'll give it 7.5 so beer has a lot of drinkability like Eli said you could definitely pound a lot of these um, for, for a winter beer, I feel like I could drink this any time of the year. Super refreshing, right? I, like, I agree with you. Right? Like, if yeah. I, if I handed this to you and it was 95 out, would you be like, oh my God, like, this is not for this climate? No, I'm trying. No chance. <laughs> I don't think there's any beer. I would no, say that no too. chance. <laughs> Maybe a peanut butter porter. Um, kind of has cold snap vibes. Yay or nay? No. No? No. I'm right. not giving it that much All credit. Right. All yeah. right. Maybe just me. Maybe just me. <laughs> uh, but I got to give this a solid 8 0. Down. Absolutely love this beer. The can's wicked. And uh, Brew Daddy's has some good shit. If you ever in Allentown, Pennsylvania, um, it's right there on Hamilton Boulevard. Stop in, crush a couple. Great brewery. Alrighty. Um, yeah, so we're going to move into sports now. Uh, we'll do a little wild card recap and next round predictions and get our opinions out there. But Eli, I know you want to talk about Washington again? Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Most popular team in the NFL. Yeah, Peter's coming on board. You're getting somebody from San Fran. That's just <laughs> insane to see. You guys I'm, are making a lot of moves. They're making a – and they're like a sneaky good team. Like, and uh, don't rule out Belichick at this point because at first I didn't think it was going to be a thing. Yeah, what did you finish at? We had four wins and the rest losses. Nice. You lost your bet, unfortunately. <laughs> I did. But – uh Belichick did come out and say that he wants to play for basically an underperforming. He wants to coach an underperforming team. Um, so, so like a charity. Yeah, pretty much with like good <laughs> gifts. But um, they have a strong team. They got Peters now. He's going to bring some actual like understanding. New owner, second draft pick. What do you think they do with the second draft pick? Everybody, you know how the internet is. I hope is. it's not Drake May, dude. Everybody screams Caleb if he even exists there. Caleb said he doesn't Don't want get to go one of the Bears. They need to get a line. They need right. Yeah, I'm I'm all on board with keeping Sam Howell right there, dude. He he is one of those guys that's like more of the Peyton Brady era of just standing in the pocket, getting the ball out. He dude, wants he to can be methodical. Sling. He can take a hit. He can run when it's needed. He's a smart guy and he's young, dude. He's the like let him play his game. He played great and we had just turmoil up top. So. I think Eric Bianmi will have something to say there with uh, Rivera getting bounced. I don't understand why he. They should just promote him to head coach, get an OC. Imagine if Belichick comes in though. Be Belichick Bianmi. And I, well, Josh the, the other thing with Belichick bones, coming in is all have, he'll have say in the draft. You guys have great skill players, and Sam Howell is an absolute gunslinger. No one was toting the hate <laughs> on him when he was leading the league in passing yards and touchdowns in Week Ten. No, I was like, oh my god, this guy's standard great. fan. 
is pretty simple with how they approach yeah. it. They just so, blame whoever's in charge, quote-unquote. draft the line, improve the defense a little bit, make up for the trades. I could see Belichick liking it, though. Second pick, they're for sure an underperforming team. They're in a very winnable mm-hmm. division because Belichick is a god in the playoffs, and we just watched what we'll talk about in a second. It's, I mean, if I'm Belichick, that's one of my main spots because I have a young quarterback to mold. I got equity, East. new ownership, the enemy as an assistant coach, and I can dominate the NFC East when it comes yeah. to actually being a dog and winning a, like a game. Like it's literally game. anyone's division to grab every year. All the time, 24-7. Mm-hmm. And who else to come in and dominate that? You want them. Eli's excited. He's praying. He wants it. That would be Say crazy. Say your Hail Marys. Yeah, I, you, have a, you have a ton of weapons. Um so I don't really think it's anything with with those types of players. I think it's a standard fix your trenches and O line corners. Your, yeah, fix your lines, you know, maybe tweak the defense a little bit. And I think just most of your uh poor performance has gone from bad coaching plays. I mean, the one year you could have gotten into the playoffs, you want to play, you know, the red headed yeah. Browns, dude. I could puke you in know? that restaurant. As, dude, we were at I thought as, I was gonna vomit. I can't believe they didn't fire Rivera right as after Taylor that. Heineke's playing his heart out and winning games, you Put the guy back in yeah, off injury. Bench him. In, in, you're in a position where you could hit the playoffs if you win that game. And what does he do? He throws like three interceptions in a row, and then gets, a, and then gets a, 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 a rushing touchdown himself on the one yard line, and acts like he just ruled the game. But they're down by three. That's the worst. Dude. Well, I hate being Washington. Speaking of real interceptions, uh, <laughs> I think your coaching's the, garbage. The real Joe Flacco oh, yeah. stood up this weekend, dude. Please stand up. Please Texans go to Cancun. Plus two and a half was always the play. Yeah, that was yeah. Flacco. I didn't expect him to fall off. He's like a Ravens. That. He's a Ravens double agent, dude. <laughs> he he knew be. the assignment. Yeah, that was a huge. Uh, the score differential there. I mean, fourteen to forty-five, and the Browns' defense has been like, I mean, they were top-notch in the beginning of the season, but well, I told to you guys last go, week, twenty-nine point four points on the road, dude. Yeah, they just they don't travel. No, so that's weird. You're not wrong. Kind of crazy that they want to give Miles Garrett the Defensive Player of the Year. No sacks in that game. Really? Yeah. No pressures. It's got to no. be T.J. Watt. I mean, look what the Steelers were without him. Maybe they win that game if he's in there. Mm-hmm. They had a honestly had a chance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if it wasn't for Mason Rudolph throwing an interception there in the first half at the you know in the red zone. It's disgusting to even think about the fact that they had a chance. I know I'm mad they can get there plus ten, but I had them on teasers. <laughs> um, but fun weekend. I I just cannot even think about how cold it was. Like I was walking Everywhere. to work from my car today, and I'm like, dude, these people in Kansas City were like. Out here in minus thirty degrees, mm-hmm. that's insane. Yeah, um, and that's definitely a reason why the Dolphins did not win at all. Yeah, dude, no. they can't. The, the adaptation to that weather uh, when you're playing in Miami, and you know their coldest day in the winter is like fifty five degrees, forty degrees. Yeah, no, that doesn't travel. No, but not at all. my Southeast teams kind of have a disadvantage when it comes to this time of the year as well. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they have like stats on that to handicap. Yeah. Anyway, um, Rams Lions was absolutely epic. The, what a great matchup, dude! I dude. wanted the Lions win so bad because of uh, Matt Stafford winning the Super Bowl. It was nice to see Jared Goff kind of get his revenge tour against them. No doubt. Um, they tried to cough it up. Only three points in the second half. They were trying so hard. Yeah. But 
I yeah. mean, the Lions defense really showed up. I mean, they just obliterated the Rams. Mm-hmm. Took out Kyron Williams, one of the Rams' best skill players. Uh, just destroyed Matt Stafford. I mean, his eyes were like going in seven different directions. <laughs> and his hands bleeding everywhere. But, uh, you know, good for the Lions yeah. fans. And, we'll, um, we'll I mean, see what the Lions can do here. They're, they're, uh, the Lions and the Texans are kind of the dark horse teams, I feel like. They're the ones who could throw up a lot of points out of nowhere and may knock out a big name. So, I, the Lions have a lot of skill players. So, I'll, I'll give you that. But, um, the buck stops here for the Texans this week. <laughs> buck oh stops here. Oh, God. Uh, oh God. We'll, we'll get ne- into that. Next, we have the Steelers and Bills. I feel like that was, uh, a gimme. That was How about the, the people game. throwing the snowballs? <laughs> you gotta expect it. <laughs> I mean, dude, if they're there shoveling the sheets, yeah. like they can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. You employed fans to do your work, bro. They said they said there's no seating. Just show up and you can watch the game. Like that's that was so it. cool. Though. And they were paying people twenty bucks an hour to go show. How cool would it be to get hammered with your boys like tailgate shoveling out the stadium and yeah. then just 100%. never leaving? Yep. Yeah. All day. That Every remi- day. It reminds me of the uh, snow kegs we used to do back in the day. Just getting hammered outside in the snow. And Nothing keeps a keg man. cold like some snow, man. Hell yeah. No doubt. Hell That's yeah. the best. <laughs> I saw some Bills fans, like they built a giant snow bank that was like 12 feet and they're flying on it tables that were on fire. Yeah. These people are built different. It's going to be an absolute scene this weekend against Kansas City. I can't wait for that game. Yeah, there's something can't in the water wait. up there where their frontal lobes just never developed. No. Um, I'm excited to see how far the Bills go. Uh, and then Packers and Cowboys ass Dak Prescott that game was crazy there's the Dak game Frank Frank was talking about that with with the bet that we had in the division saying like all the Dak games coming it's coming didn't come but it came just not at the right time for for Frank unfortunately Um, or any of us holy shit that was awful it it was good even for the Cowboys to score 32 points like they were it was a close kind of a close game but how how much <laughs> Green Bay dominated them. Green Bay dominated them. Dude, I can't believe Matt LaFour brought in backups. <laughs> like, and the then the Cowboys started trickling back in the game. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> Maybe not the best idea. It's just, uh, yeah. Dude, a little we, early, but. We all know it. They suck. Uh, I don't know if Dak's going to. He might not be there next year. I'm no, like he just needs to go somewhere else at this no. point, dude. It's not working. He's not a clutch quarterback. It's like, not working. <laughs> like, it's just not yeah. working. Go to the Browns. Go to the Panthers. Go to a team that actually needs someone who's good. There are a few behind. guys that have had such good teams so often Yeah, in the NFL in the last, like, 10 years. Like, see, these guys don't get these, like, imagine if Matt Stafford was in Dallas. Gross. Like imagine I don't what even they, know, dude. I think I think God has cursed the Cowboys yeah. because of Jerry Jones. They're just a garbage time. It does look pretty team. evil. They're never going to win again until he dies. Jeez. <laughs> uh, it's just a matter of fact. True. I mean, they haven't won in a long time. He's got to be the GM too. This guy's not a football guy, mm-hmm. and oh, he's you can call him, you can call him a good businessman, but he's in oil. So he really what he does old is old money. It's just money. yeah, he's old money, and he he makes money off of exploiting human lives. And murder. What does that sound like? George Bush. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, and then he's got to be the then he's got to be the GM for. And then there's this whole show with him and Jimmy Johnson. He's got to apologize to him and oh my ego and put him in the ring of honor. Skip Bayless, dude. Yeah. Pretending to throw. Dude. To Frank's point, pretending to throw his jersey out. Just burn it if you yeah. need it. Burn if you, it. Burn if it in you, front of us. If you need proof that Jesus walked the earth, there it is, right there. <laughs> 
that until and I feel bad for Cowboys fans, especially like the down earth <laughs> ones who aren't who aren't who aren't crazy. I do. I feel bad for them, but that's just the re, like that's the reality of it. That I don't. You feel have bad. you have Mike McCarthy as your head coach. He got. I mean, they ran circles around him, dude. Yeah. And he's so lost. He lied about on his presser about his interview. He literally, oh, I've been in my interview. Oh, I've been in the barn. I've been doing analytics. And then at his presser, he's like, oh, I made all that stuff up. He's one of those guys in corporate that's just a BSer. And everybody, that he's just a BSer. He never gets the job done. You know what I mean? He well, just doesn't have it in him. You know why Jerry hired him? Because so Jerry can get his way. Because Mike just wants a paycheck. He'll do, I mean, dude, head coach's paycheck. I would do whatever Jerry Jones says. I want a paycheck. What's going on? But the I'll fact to have coach. an offense that, that skill, and then you have a 16 and 0 run of, of winning games at home and to fall yeah. off like that. But dude, shout out to Jordan Love, man. That guy they was look good. Cool. That Green Bay goes, is just bombs. built for franchise quarterbacks. Dude. I'm excited for this game against the Niners this weekend. I think it's yeah. going to be a lot closer than people yeah, think. Brock Purdy and Jordan to... Love being contenders. Yeah, it's a new it's a new era. We're at that point. That's going to be a blowout game. So, um, but uh, the final one for the wild card, my favorite, mm. the Bucks, absolutely shitting on the Eagles. Thank you. Come again. 32 to 9. Just they stopped the tush push. They stopped the tush push. And that's all I need to say. Nikki Q is hard on and is so big right now. He's pushing the, the table love, with the mics up to the ceiling. Dude, I love Baker Mayfield so much. Everyone gave me so much shit about him. And then I'm watching Eli tweet back to back to back to back about Baker. Same time. And I'm just like, we said he wasn't worth the eighth quarterback taken in fantasy. No one said we hate him, but he was. He kind of was. He kind of was. Nicky Q has a point Rude. there. He he made some he made some headway. Yeah, Sleeper he did pick. better. Ballsy pick, but that's like kind of anytime we go golfing with you, where you fucking smack a tree and then it it shits out forty <laughs> yeah, yards yeah, further yeah. in the fairway. Hey man, you just, you gotta, just have that special luck. You just gotta believe, all right? You know. But um, yeah, fuck the Eagles. I've been calling it in my blogs. I've been if you guys have been reading them or anyone out there has been reading them. I've been calling them phony since like week nine. Oh, I did a blog. Bad. I think Big I did blogs phony. every week up till like 17. Just holidays got too much. I didn't get to watch enough football. So I didn't really want to write when I wasn't digesting fully. But like their secondary is so bad. And Kate Otten went off. Did you guys know? Um, I don't know if I said this last week, but the Eagles were surrendering 54 yards to tight ends since week 10. Insane and on first first fucking play of the game for the Bucks. Boom, fifteen yard catch from Mayfield, just slinging it. Mm-hmm. He was always open. Could have scored a touchdown, a plus three ten. Fucking dropped it. That was tough. Um, but I think the Lions and the Bucks is going to be an awesome game, and I think the Buccaneers can make some noise. It's gonna. It's, we got to see what they could do on the on the ground game because the Lions are really good at stopping the run. Um, but dude, that secondary is so bad and yeah. you can still dump the ball off to Rashad white if you want to make plays. And I mean, dude, they have you Mike Evans and Chris, dude, they have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and everyone was worried about Baker a lot, like with the rib injury last, like going into Monday and he, he looked great. Dog. Dude, yeah, he looked yeah. fine. He looked fine. I, I root for him so much because he's had eight different head coaches and has been on like three or four different teams. So like. That's a comeback player that you're right there, in my opinion. Definitely, definitely up there and should be in consideration. Yeah, he's been pushed aside for a while, so you know I'm rooting for him. Um, 
I am a Tampa Bay fan, so uh, second to the Giants, though. Moving into the divisional round, we'll start off Texans and Ravens on Saturday. Jared. Dude, what's up? Let's keep it under two minutes. I think I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. Thick. That's all I have to say. What do you think? That's all you have to say? Yeah, I'm going. That's not all I have to say. I lie. Uh, 28-21 Ravens. That's my uh, score prediction. I find it weird that the total opened up 45 and it's bet down to 43 and a half. Typically in betting, you bet overs early, unders late because public comes in. Public people like to bet for points. They get stupid Eagles fans. Oh, dog. Oh, dude, shoot out. Oh. Go, yeah. birds. Throw, throw 200 <laughs> on this. Oh, hammered. That's the type of shit that goes on before kickoff. But I found it weird that the VIG hasn't really changed. And it continues to get bet down. People are thinking that the Texans could win. And if that's the case, wouldn't it go over 43 and a half? Absolutely. Like, the Ravens scored 25 on them week one. And that was... You know, Lamar off of two years of injuries, new new offensive coordinator, Todd Munkin, J.K. Dobbins tore his Achilles in the game, R.I.P. And now they have beaten five teams that were playoff contenders throughout the season, completely dominated Super Bowl contenders. And I don't think C.J. Stroud is like going to just show up and put his tail between his legs. Like, I don't think that for one second. So the, the, the fact that the total is down to 43 and a half, I understand there's supposed to be like 21 mile per hour wins on Sunday. But like from a capping standpoint, you can't know that until day of. Mm-hmm. So like I wouldn't I wouldn't bet money on a weatherman being right about a forecast. But, <laughs> you know, I would dude, but I would bet money on the Texans and Ravens ability to score. Yeah. Can you I imagine think, gambling on the weather every day? No way. Sickening. Never. People do it though. People I would just do it sit football. outside, just looking up. <laughs> Be like, yeah, I'm a sky guy now. I just like to look at the sky. Yeah. It's my TV. I think Texans cover. I bet Houston plus nine and a half. A little bit of an emotional hedge, um, but I think that the Ravens will win. I think it's going to be high scoring, and um, I got some numbers here for you guys in regards to this game. Uh, if I wasn't a Ravens fan, I probably would lay the nine since it opened up 10. Um, but just a little food for thought. Uh, underdogs in the wild card round coming off a win are 13 and 50 straight up, 25 and 38 against the spread overall. And to make matters worse, um, these same teams who won five or fewer games in the previous season fall to 1 and 14 straight up and 4 and 11 against a spread. So the number is really leaning in the Ravens favor there. Um I just think nine and a half is too many points. Um I trust CJ Stroud to put up points. No Marlon Humphrey probably this week and they'll find a way. Um the biggest issue for the Ravens is their their inability to stop the run. Because we were at what Pints uh the week they played the Dolphins, I think that was week 17. Devon Achan had like 93 yards in the first quarter. Yeah. But the thing was the Ravens were able to score and, and blow the game open to the point where the Dolphins had to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Well, the Texans don't really have a run game. Is my only concern about the plus nine and a half. Devin Singletary is what their best back. I can't even name their RB2, RB3. So 
the fact that they won't really be able to open it up on the ground, I think is the only thing that might, that really tells me the Ravens could cover. Um, but also is the thing that solidifies me into them winning and I'll have them on teasers. So, um, yeah, Saturday, I'll see you there at the bank with walking. You heard it here first. Um, Packers and 49ers. I think this is going to be, I don't know. What's the open take here? Green Bay just had an absolute, absolutely amazing appearance. Um, but I think they're just not as consistent and they haven't been consistent all year because they're nine and eight and there's a lot of games they just should have won and, and didn't do it because Jordan Love is still very fresh. Kind of similar to the Texans thing he's talking about, where it's like an underdog coming off a win, going into their next yeah. game. They got another big giant that they got to take out. The spread is both at nine points. But then you also have to consider the last Packers Super Bowl was Aaron Rodgers coming off an injury, and they crept in at eight and eight. And if you're one of those people that believes in just like, just like the world of football, and like you know you have these like the Bears and the Packers and like some of these teams, they're just like. Like, it makes sense to see them go to the game. So it's like, I don't know if I ride the coattails of like the folklore of the Packers always winning, or it's like, are they just going to get absolutely destroyed by the 49ers because they used everything to get past the Cowboys? I agree. Yeah. Um, I, I think it will be a toss up, but we'll know in the first quarter. Um, if Green Bay uh, can stay on it and Jordan Love is slinging, and it's a close game, then I think it's overall going to be a close game, and it can go either way. But if the 49ers just take over with Christian McCaffrey just running all over them, Debo, yeah. who has the highest amount of yards uh, after his catch. Um, we have the same factor that you saw in what I just mentioned in the Ravens game too is that uh, you know wild card dogs coming off an underdog win are 13 and 50 straight up and 35 yeah. and 30 ATS. So, yep, yep, yep. Like... I don't know, man. I don't think you're going to see the same output from Jordan Love that against the Niners. That defense. D line is. I don't. The pressure that Jordan Love has at this point, and then you have that Niners D line coming at you, mm-hmm. and you have to pace with, like you were saying, McCaffrey and Debo and all these guys. Like that's a tall up. task. Like it's they really are going to have to be tight on their mental game, and like if they fall behind at all, they have to make sure that they're not like on themselves over it because. They're going to have to be sharp and hope that San Francisco kind of gets off the rails, and that's not something that they do a lot. Nah, but I, you know what? But it's possible for sure. It's very doable. Ontavion Wicks is filthy. Yeah. Remember, we were uh, Christian Watson's getting healthy. Fantasy, trying to make it through the playoffs. Dude, Ontavion Wicks is so good. Tight end, Kraft is really coming to his own. Disgusting. Yeah, Reed, Aaron Jones, Aaron three Jones touchdowns last week. Pops out of hibernation and just Dude, cooks. their offense is... More than competent enough, and I think, dude, ten Mal is too much. Is guy, like, yeah, he's, dude, it's got backdoor cover, coach, backdoor man. cover all over it. What, what do you guys think about the total at fifty and a half? Too much? Yeah, I'd probably that, take the under. It's a lot of tuds. I'd probably yeah. take the under because oh, here's the, here's a part the other of me thing that wants to take the over because uh, it can happen two ways. It can happen with Jordan Love keeping pace with Brock, or it could happen with them just getting blown out. Yeah, San Francisco's not going to let off play, the gas. Uh, yeah, but them not letting off the gas is getting Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell running downhill. Mm-hmm. And they're taking, if they're, you know, picking up 4.5 yards per carry and knocking yeah. time off the clock and they're capable methodically of moving downfield. They are. But Can't rule it out. Just the, the run game factors to me, I think, too, much too high. Yeah, just too high. 
Yeah, Maybe, it's a lot I, of scoring per minute if you yeah. break it out, run pass. And you'll need like turnover and like on your own side of the field. I just I think that's just too turnover high. touchdown ideally. Yeah. No, I don't think that's going to happen. So okay. Uh, next we have for the Sunday games. Those were the Saturday games. We have Buccaneers and the Lions. Uh, this one's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be one of the better games to watch, in my opinion. Uh, if Baker has the same performance as he has last week, throwing uh, three passing touchdowns and 300 yards, um, I think that gives him the ability to beat the Lions because Jared Goff is just an absolute monster and, and throws up points and gets so many yards every single uh, game. Uh, When's the oh, last time that Goff has thrown an interception? Like, the golf game's got to come, right? Might happen. Dude, I don't know if golf's at that point anymore where he has, like, a crazy bad game. Just Him and Stafford players. are just like, dude, that was a chess match. They've been in the game for a long time, too. So You have the dual-headed monster vets. between Gibbs and Montgomery, yeah. too, where it really takes off the pressure of you know, long third downs. dog. Yeah. Mara, St. Brown, they both, J-Mo. They both got a lot of good skill players, so the offense is going to be uh, on fire, in my opinion. Um, I think it comes down to which defense sucks less. It's going to be the question. That's I don't it. follow the Bucks enough to really know what they're doing on defense, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, and both, I don't think last week was really a good indicator of... Yeah, well, the Lions defense showed up last week. Um, but normally they're not that big of a contender. It's just their offense is scoring that many points all the time. So I mean, dude, Nick Mullins threw 400 yards on them. So Exactly. So any, I feel like this can go anywhere. Uh, but it's going to be a very, very high-scoring game. So I'm, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited to watch. What is that? It. Three o'clock Sunday, right? Three o'clock. Yeah. What a prime dude, time! Dude. How how great is Down it that there's seven? no eight o'clock game on Sunday? <clears throat> I love it. Yes. We can like just watch football East during Coast our people normal life. Rejoice, dude! Yeah. I can literally watch the entirety of the Sunday night game and not be just not be depleted like come Monday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for that game, though. I love the fact that Dan Campbell and Baker Mayfield, to me, are two of the biggest, like, bro, bonehead guys that just do the craziest things. Mm-hmm. Like, they just have it in them. Like, I, you just think of Baker. You think of him stamping the flag. Like, you think of Dan Campbell. You think of every fourth down you ever have seen in your life. He's going for it. It does not matter. So it's like this game has the ability to, like, be better than reality TV just because it's like it's going to be out there. I feel like we're going to see some weird stuff. These guys are just – they're both underdogs in their own way. Mm-hmm. So it's like somebody is going to have a massive win under their belt. And, like, you just love to watch games like that because it reminds you of, like, watching a college game where it's like these guys are trying to get to the league. Like, these dudes are trying to stamp, like, a major achievement on both sides, and that's so sick to see. Absolutely. So I think that's going to be the best game over the course of the weekend. But uh, the biggest name or, or the biggest two names out there Designer is brand game. the rematch once again for the millionth time, the Chiefs against the Bills. Who do we got? Is this our Brady Manning? <laughs> Pat Mahomes' first road start in the playoffs. It's disgusting. Ever. They said like 15 games or something like that. How yeah. many was it? Mm-hmm. I Oof. think the Bills finally get it. Yeah, Josh is too, yeah. man. Kansas like City's defense is really strong. Um, Sneed is crazy. I don't know if I can lay two and a half, though. Like, That's too there's, tight. A, there's a number there for a reason. Like, the sports books know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. That's too tight of a spread right there. Um, 
the Chiefs have just been looking shaky. Travis Kelsey is is out here just in fucking pop country uh, world. Um, you know, all too well. <laughs> ten minute version. Everyone else on that team is just not that great. It's literally Patrick Mahomes throwing dimes, and he's not even looking that fantastic. The Bills have cleaned it up over the course of the season. They kind of started a, a little rocky, I want to say. Um, but they they've went back to their old old selves, and this is when you want the momentum. So I think the Bills actually do take this for once. I like, I like the Bills too. What's what's that total? Forty nine and a half because I think weather potentially. Uh, the Bills Chiefs is forty five. Forty five. Yeah, seems low. But you know what? Both teams have very good defenses. <clears throat> I think the key to the game, Josh Allen cannot turn the ball over. Yep, and it's yeah, a little can't have a Dak game. It's a little <laughs> sus because the Chiefs have a revenge spot from that regular season game. Um, I can't believe they called something like that. <laughs> Offensive yeah. offsides. That's Canarius a, Tony strikes again, dude. dude that's here, another man. thing. Like Pat Mahomes is is visually frustrated in a lot of these games because of his players' performances. He does not have Tyreek Hill. He does not have prime Travis Kelsey even though he's Kelsey's going to put up huge points and make big plays and he doesn't have other weapons um he's he's getting pissed off and I think his mentality could make or break the game if he gets mad at some point in the game the the scary thing for me is the fact that Mahomes is an 11 and 1 against the spread in the 12 games he's been an underdog in the NFL so you just don't give Mahomes points yeah. that's like the rule and I'll take Andy Reid coaching edge over McDermott. Um, he's seven and five against the spread as a playoff dog. So, or seven and four rather. Sorry, uh, dyslexia or whatever. <laughs> but um, it's gonna be a good one. Yeah, I'm excited for that game. Gonna be a good one for That's sure. It's a good like one of those could be a classic game. Yeah, great great playoff so far. Wild card weekend was super entertaining. Hopefully, get more of the same this week. Um, but moving on, the one true test locks of the week. Mm. Um, I'll start it off. Uh, last week we had Tampa Bay money line at plus one thirty five. Dub. Uh, we are nine and six now over the course of the year. We're doing pretty well. Uh, proud of myself. Pat on the back. Uh, we're He's gonna humble. we're gonna keep riding uh Tampa Bay uh, just because I've been watching them a lot. Uh, Tampa Bay and the Lions, uh, we're not going to do any spreads or money lines. We're just going to do the over, but we're going to tease it down in point. Right now it's at 48 and a half. Um, I do want that. Uh, I do think 48 is going to hit. I don't know how much higher it's going to go. So we're going to take it at 47 and a half at minus 120. Yeah, I'm uh, also going to be jumping on the over under wave. Interesting with Jared's last comment. It's the opposite of my pick, but six and ten. So who knows about my pick? Got the Rams plus three last week. Uh, I was I kind of thought Stafford and the Rams were going to win that game. Um, I was a money line fan as well, but I'll take the plus three with Stafford all day in that type of situation. Uh, but I got Casey and Buffalo under forty five. I don't think either of these teams are like Josh always has the game. Here's the thing. Josh always has the game. He's capable of like, we just saw it at Dak. We just, it's messy. The three interceptions, four interceptions, like everything falls apart. Stefan Diggs is pissed. 
Like these games happen for the Bills, one million percent. That's why they haven't gotten anywhere yet. They are second seat to the Cowboys when it comes to having the guys and not getting the job done. And then the other side is basically what Nick just talked about with Kansas City not being Kansas City. Um, they definitely have the analytics, which scares me a little bit. Um, as Jared talked about, I'm just going to quote everybody. But, um, yeah, I'm just going to go with my gut here and just take the under and probably be sad if it doesn't hit. Very nice. All right, coming in 12-15-2, uh, closing the gap. Closing the gap. Let's get the plus money by the end of the year. Um, it's been a wild road. But uh, last week, Texans-Rams teaser, never in doubt. Um, nice rocking chair winner. And uh, very fun entertaining game to go into you know sunday with the rams plus nine in a very close battle um so i very much enjoyed that um got i'm coming back to the teaser well that was my first teaser i won all year on locks you guys know i love teasers and this week will be no different i'm taking my ravens down to minus three and i'm taking the detroit lions down to uh, half a point minus 120 they're going to make it to the respective championship games and um you know i like the the texans and the bucks but i think you know the buck stops here for them and then i just have like a overall playoff bet that i saw today on DraftKings that i absolutely loved and i think if you have the capital suitcase duffel bag dumper type bet gus edwards over one and a half touchdowns in the playoffs, plus one thirty. He scored nine touchdowns in, in a five game span this this year. He has had three multi touchdown games, and in the last four regular season games, he scored three touchdowns. Now it's a little sweaty because of the pickup of Dalvin Cook, but um, I think John Harbaugh is a guy that knows to continue what's working. So when they get in the red zone, they're going to feed the bruiser Gus Bus plus one and a half touchdowns when they exercise the demons this week and win the game, he'll definitely score. And I mean, you got AFC championship in the Super Bowl to get your second one. So um, get that in the cooler. Let's ride. Have a great divisional round week. Everybody stay warm, stay safe, big trust.